Welcome everyone to episode 8 of Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia, and in today's episode I'm going to share a little bit about my church upbringing so you can gather an understanding of where my perspective comes from on what is one of the most disenfranchised griefs a Christian can go through, which is church hurt. This may take a few episodes. I was raised in a Pentecostal home. I cannot say it was a typical Pentecostal home, as I don't even know what a typical Pentecostal home is. I think when someone says he or she was raised Pentecostal, it gives the impression that he or she was raised in either a very religious or spiritual home, and possibly with strict rules. Maybe some legalism bells go off. I don't know. My father was the spiritual leader in my nuclear family. To the conservatives, he was too liberal. And to the liberals, he was too conservative. I don't think he won any points with anyone in how he ran his household. However, this episode will focus more on my church roots. I grew up going to church, and it was a very lonely place for me in the beginning, especially in Sunday school, until I attended regular school. Nobody befriended me, and the only thing I looked forward to was the possibility of singing Father Abraham, which was my favorite Sunday school song that we did not sing regularly, but it was such a treat to me when we did sing it. Other than that song, I did not enjoy going to Sunday school at first because it was a place where I was alone and felt alone. I did not understand how Jesus encouraged love, yet nobody in my class showed love to me. Little did I know then how important that lesson was and that would carry with me throughout my life. However, back then God protected my heart and never allowed my inability to blend in to prevent me from going to church, as painful as it was. After I started regular school, my school friends were my Sunday school friends, and I only loved going to church because I got to see my friends. I never thought about quitting because my friends kept attending. I don't know if they stopped, would I have too? I will say this. In the subsequent church hurt experiences I went through, I never thought to quit church altogether in the midst of the pain because I did not believe in punishing God for a flawed and broken people. If people hurt me, then I could not put that on God. He wasn't hurting me through them. I was very aware that God was always watching everything on the outside and on the inside of me. So I did not feel the need to please people as much as the need to please Him. As I saw then that God is infinite, sovereign, protective, loving, and holy, and that these attributes have no boundaries. For me to think about anything in life, good or bad, without the notion of God, always resulted in some tumultuous times. Not that having God prevented trials and tribulations, but when the heart is at peace, birthed from an unfeigned trust in God, in the midst of a storm, then there is no rush for action. Psalm 4 verse 8, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Also in Mark 8, we see Jesus asleep on a boat in the midst of a windstorm. Oh, how God tests us. 
in the pain of having to deal with a broken people, if I allowed their pain to penetrate my heart, I would be cheapening my heart because my heart is supposed to mirror God's. We are called to be imitators of Christ, not imitators of Christians. Ephesians 5 verse 1, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. It wasn't anyone in the flesh that taught me this, but the Holy Spirit, and that is to not look for the example, but to be the example. In a place of judgment, show acceptance. In a place of pride, show humility. In a place of hostility, show compassion. In a place of showmanship, show meekness. And when we fail in what we are supposed to do, we are to keep at it, to not lose heart, for our hope is not within ourselves to keep going, but our hope is in God. Psalm 43, verse 5, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. This taught me that I can only take ownership of what I can control and concern myself with the condition of my soul and not take ownership of other people's behavior. For when I have to stand before the Lord to give an account of my life, I am not going to be asked about how others treated me, but I will have to answer to God in how I responded to their treatment. We know Matthew 5 verse 44 says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. This is so easy to quote or read, but if we truly desire for God's love to grow beyond the parameters of ourselves, which we should desire, God will enable us to love, to bless, and to pray for the unlovable. Only God can guide in how to do it so that he will be seen and not ourselves. It is always about God's glory, and he wastes nothing, not even our pain. Until next time, know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.